Hi, Jerry. Good to see you again. How are you? How are you going today? Hi, Miss Simi. How are you? Oh, oh, well, crikey. I have had a very big week. <laughs> I've had one of those weeks where you've got a full practice load and you've had to travel interstate, you've caught a cold, tried to avoid a COVID test <laughs> and and then I have to had to arrive back at work and just be on point. So I'm juggling lots of roles is what I've been doing for the last seven days. Home, work, being a supervisor. <laughs> anyway. I'm just trying to arrive, make sure we're yeah. all here. We're all here. Yeah. So I've got to ask. Yep. Yeah. Does it hurt you to nod your head? You know things are tough <laughs> yeah. when you're in session and you, <laughs> you are attending. I'm not saying <laughs> that you would ever not attend, yeah, it does. <laughs> but it hurts to do oh. the nod. It, um, you know, sometimes. I just rely on technique sometimes. Uh, yeah, hurt it to nod your head. Oh, yeah, no, not nodding, not yet, but it came close yesterday. <laughs> but strangely, your skills work for you even when you're not, you don't have it all together. Like strangely, somehow the practice you've done, the knowledge you have, the, the position, the chair, the familiarity of the chair, it, it somehow comes together and. And I think it still it still works. I think we rely on that yeah. old, the old the old connection, the old therapeutic alliance. I think uh, it kicks you into gear. I think. How how are you yeah, travelling? Yeah, this? I I um I yeah um uh I'm I'm not in a bad place, but as you can no. probably sense, I'm not my usual manic self. I'm a little <laughs> flattened. Um, you do say uh, a little I bit, haven't had yeah. Um, I have a theory. Um, yeah, I, yeah I, th I think you'll like my theory. Oh, um, good. That yes. our we share health problems with our pets. Yeah, um, I totally agree with you. Oh, they uh, take them for us. I'm sure there's some reason for this we could prove. What's happening with your pet? Oh, it's uns <laughs> what you didn't like. <laughs> um, oh, this, uh, yeah. Tiger is a beautiful white and tabby cat um, with big green eyes and a little pink nose. Um, <laughs> Tiger also struggles with his weight. Um, he? Bless him. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I relate to Tiger. Um, yeah. And Tiger also oscillates between being flat out on the couch and <laughs> demanding things. So... Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I think I, yeah. I, uh, it could be just projecting. Uh, yeah. Just just miss that bit, Jerry. So the, carry on. Oh, the two states of tiger are sitting on the lounge or demanding food. Um, <laughs> they're very similar to my two states, either being <laughs> activated <laughs> or <laughs> depleted. That's so, that's so funny. <laughs> could, <laughs> Can we have so a medium range here, Tiger? Yeah. And when I say Tiger, I guess I really mean me. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love that Tiger tries to help you understand yourself and helps you, reflects to you what's going on. Bless him. Bless, I love that. I'm so um, funny. Yeah, keep uh, going. 
what do you think? Do you think that the amount well, of self-care uh, psychologist requires <laughs> oh. is just absolutely ridiculous it's necessary i'm i'm yeah. i think i'd like to be permanently yeah. being, um <laughs> breastfed or something <laughs> just it's it's like i need you need massages you need acupuncture you need you can't do enough meditation you just, <laughs> you just or martial arts, that's another thing I wish to get on the agenda and <laughs> I can't, can't get enough martial arts on the agenda. Um, yeah, I know, man. It's, off, it's off, the, off the hook. It's off the hook, Jerry. Righto, so Tiger's showing you that yeah. what's, he doing, what's he doing this week? Is, is he more relaxed and, like, pet me? I need cuddles. Or how, let's, let's use him as a transitional object for a minute. Like, <laughs> we'll talk about Tiger. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, well- what's he up to? Uh, What's he he need this week? um, Tyke seems to need to be constantly fed expensive (laughs) cat food. Bless Um, him. Yeah, while rejecting any kind of -of run-of-the-mill cat food. Yeah. Um, So he also wants things that aren't healthy for him, I've noticed about the old Tyke. Does he? Um, Yes. Yeah, cheeky, cheeky beast, cheeky. Yeah. What's he, what, what's, what does he want? More Too much dry food? Does it, no, is he, that what he wants no. the Gucci wet food. Does, um, <laughs> does he? You know, you know oh. the human equivalent. In Which, your, what, what's that? Chocolate? In your secret mean? city, do you oh, have Hague's? Almost, um, oh, mate, do we what? <laughs> revealing that it's not Adelaide. <laughs> because Adelaide has Hague's. Oh. Um, <laughs> In fact, the mothership of Hagues is in Adelaide. We've got it's my dream to visit. Um, it's um, we've got we've got so much good stuff in the secret city. It's like we've got more of it. We're so we're so lucky in some ways. But my husband's um a mad cheese addict, and unfortunately, he's also fairly allergic to cheese. <laughs> so. He has this push pull thing going on <laughs> with cheese, so it's and it's a quite an explosive reminder of why we can't have cheese. But he goes for all sorts of cheese. We got all sorts of cheese in the secret city. We got cheese coming out of every. We got cheese all over the place, <laughs> and chocolate. Man, we got chocolate. We got it. We got all sorts of good stuff. But we got <laughs> your husband and Tiger share similar digestive systems. They are. Tr- it's troubling, isn't it? And it's the troubling thing is they Perhaps, know. Um, they know. <laughs> yeah. You go, Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. Australia in general is unbelievable that the sometimes food of the world comes here and is probably <laughs> even better um, well, in, here than in, in its my- country or place of origin. In my secret city, there's three things you need to know to identify yourself as a denizen of said city. First one is who do, who's your football team? What do you think about Collingwood? And where do you get your coffee? <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> oh, there's other identifiers. Yeah, um, we just apparently yeah. women can only wear black and grey. That, um, that's that's also true. It, it seems so to me. Yeah, well, see, th- there's a reason for this, and I've worked this out coming from a more colourful state. <laughs> it's because there's a fluctuating temperature, and you don't want to s- have too many sweat marks on display. So if you wear black, you know, and it starts out cold but it ends up boiling, 
you're good. You're good. You still look good or, well, you look okay or depressed. We could talk about that. The the Secret City. Back to your tiger helping you out, trying to carry your shadow there for you, Jerry. He's trying to bond with you probably. He's probably trying to give you some cuddles. (laughs) Anyway, he likes Gucci naughty food, naughty cat food. Is he? Is he? Is he? Well, I don't know. I I think tiger could be communicating something else. Oh, right. Well, sorry. Um, I I'm, think I guess Tiger is communicating. Um, th- this is my theory on what Tiger wants to communicate. He clearly wants to communicate yeah. that in ancient Egypt, oh, here we his go. <laughs> ancestors were worshipped as gods. Um, yes, yes that, I love that. I know. <laughs> um yeah, he well, cat, cats don't have a bad life of. generally. They, they've got a fairly good life. They have people, you know. She, see, Tiger probably sees you as his staff. He's, you're, you're maybe the favourite staff member. Who knows? Is, are you the favourite? You know how the cats have. You're the favourite, are you? Um, I, no. I don't. Um, I don't know. I don't think Tiger discriminates. Oh, um, in my softer moments, which are becoming rarer and rarer due to the amount of oh. explodo poos <laughs> I've had to clean up, um, I call Tiger first baby um, oh, because he was the youngest cat when we got him. He he was he was like a perfect kind of storybook kitten. He was he was a true delight. Um, and what have you become, Tiger, 15, 16 years later? Good grief. <laughs> oh, so I'm tr- I'm tuning in on the vibe now and um, I'm, yeah, go. Sorry, go. I have a um, thing uh, which I do with clients and the Zoom of yep. um, questionable ethics. Right. Um <laughs> I sometimes tell them I think they can see I'm joking. Of course they can see oh, I'm joking. Sure. Wait till you yeah. hear it. I okay. tell them that there's um, Medicare restrictions around telehealth, which means that if we are doing a telehealth session, they have to show me their pets. Um, <laughs> so that's a great. I think that's a really good therapeutic intervention. You've terrified them and then you've purged that. I love it. That's- <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it's, I know. it's not me. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's Medicare. It's Medicare. <laughs> I love um, and I pet. have seen some absolutely, um, absolutely stunning, much loved animals. Um, and it's been yeah. it's it's been fantastic. Uh, so thank you, COVID. Um, <laughs> that's that's thank the silver lining. What do we think about? pets sort of it's easier to take care of a pet than it is to take care of yourself what do we think about that as an idea jerry what do we think about that yes yes or i'm going to put it more negatively that maybe Uh the neglect of our pets mirrors the Uh, neglect of uh, ourselves sure man um yeah or 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 can do. I don't mm. mean neglect, RSPCA kind of neglect, but you know what no, I mean. Just that I do. Ever, prince, ever present 
ever-present little lump of guilt that I'm not there enough for Tiger. I'm not giving him <laughs> enough pats. Um, yeah. I'm not spending time with him or playing with him. Um, there's another whole cat, by the way, so I have lots of <laughs> <laughs> options. you got some options. Parallels to the kids <laughs> and excuses. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, so let me just, it's funny you should be talking about this this week because I try really hard to stick to a balance because if I don't, wheels fall off. And But some weeks you just can't for various reasons. You just can't make it, make, keep that balance going. So it's funny mm. that even though you've got some mirroring going on with Tiger, I've got some mirroring going on with this conversation. I'm just trying to work that out as well. But I'm getting the feeling that you're feeling a bit sort of, down this week, Jerry, or not good anyway. Is it, it's not to do with the budget, is it? Is it? Um, I don't. I don't uh, I think so because the budget subsided into my, you know, yeah. general framework <laughs> towards the right. government. Right. <laughs> um, yes. So. So no. you can't say I ever felt really positively towards no. them. So there's no no net loss there. Um, no. Yeah. Right. I. So what's going on? How? No, we don't have to talk about this, but we're here. So I'm and I'm kind of intrigued. And if you give me a few clues, I'll try and map it in myself and see if I can find anything helpful. I. Is I a, mean, on the surface level, like of course it's always a big week. On yeah. a deeper level, um, I'm ruminating over a change uh, in the wind. Ah, um, yes. You've been uh, wrestling with a change for a wee while, haven't you? Like I think we yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wrestling with the change in one in one of my jobs and oh, yeah. what to do about that, how to keep that positive and non-reactive. Like, oh, yeah. That means I have to reflect on what do I want. Um, yeah, man, what do you want? That's a good question. Um, and, That's a great question. And, and um, we see that a lot with our clients, like what do you want? What are you working yeah. towards here? Um, and it's, it's a really, really hard question. I feel a bit of a bitch for asking that question now. Yeah, okay. It's easier to say what you don't want or what's unacceptable to you yeah. or what's annoying okay. you or what yeah, you've had enough true. of or what isn't yep. good enough, you know, the scene. Yeah, but it's hard to know. say what I what do I want and okay. it, and this place in which I work, um, can I get what I want or need from it while, of course, also contributing? Like, obviously, you Yeah, there. yeah, yeah not just for your own needs or has has the line been crossed when yeah, okay. it, it's just not a good place anymore um my well, I think my if, f- yeah you go sorry, sorry you you go, go. Well, I, I just wanted to chime in a little bit around because I know you and I've been trying to make sense of this it started out as a feeling and I'm trying, and then it sort of grew into like it's it's low. It's it's actually quite complicated, whatever this is in your world. But what I what I was trying to think of to help you out with this and and help me understand you better is like, what is the bigger dream that is driving 
you know, during yes. his life. Like I want to know that. I'm very interested in that because I think it provides a map and it answers some of these questions. And if it doesn't answer them, it, sh- it sort of gives you an orientation to them. Um, but I don't know. Well, that's what I would like, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah. But even what is the dream is a really yeah. hard question because okay. when when people ask me that, I actually have an answer, right? I actually, oh. it's a uh-huh. very hedonistic answer and it involves oh, well. <laughs> a lot of um, looking at apartments in Berlin with balconies. The balcony is a key oh. part of the dream. Mm. Okay, um, interesting. <laughs> the balcony mm. on which to drink beer. Mm. Um, and it's it's in a fantasy lifestyle. I think I will make it a reality at some time in my life. Mm. I do think um, that I will live in Berlin um, for a little ah. bit. Uh, so I think so that hang, it hang will on. happen. Tell us more, tell me more. What is the essence of the idea of living in Berlin, Jerry? Are we thinking... Well, it's completely hedonistic and selfish, um, which doesn't mean that I won't do things. I will do things. I'll go to language okay. school in the morning and then take in a historical <laughs> yeah. um, historical museum or place in the afternoon oh. um, and spend the weekends kayaking along the spray. Um, <laughs> the spray. <it> so- <laughs> Oh man, I love this. looked a bit. <laughs> this river may not be said correctly, even though one of us no, has no, learned German is. for a very long time. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I was probably giving it the Australian accent there. Um, I love Berlin, Jerry. I've been there a couple of times in my life, and every time I've been there, it's just an incredible city. I totally understand your desire to go and move there. They've got gluten-free options. They got they got vegan options. They're like totally up with all everything. They got some weird spoons that hang on the side of glasses that are just designed exactly as you need them. Go the uh, Germans! <laughs> wow, wow! But, um, but, but to, then but, I've yeah I've never been to Paris or ah uh, well I did go to Paris, but I was four years old. <laughs> Paris is a different thing in my experience. I like Berlin. I don't know. They're just different. They're just different. One's got the Eiffel Tower. (laughs) And a lot of, (laughs) and you have to take your shoes off when you go inside because the streets are still very interesting. You know what I found interesting in Paris? They have these street sweepers that come around in the morning at about, oh, between four and five. And at the time when I was in Paris, they have these strange brooms that are actually moulds of actual broom like the the plant in like the way the straw kind of works and they they were green at the time it was the weirdest thing I thought I noticed very strange things I thought why wouldn't you just use like what, single strand straw like but they had sort of branches on the the broom that they made into a mold rather than use the plant very strange anyway that's a piece of weird information Back to back to your vision of going to Berlin, yeah. Jerry. Like, okay, so you want well, like, freedom? I think is what you're going for, isn't it? Like, lo- yeah, lo- freedom and and stimulation yeah. as well. Yeah, um, sure. Because I guess my secret fantasy career is as a historian. Is it? Wow. Um, and 
yes, it is. But I've got to tell you, I think okay. that my supervisor yeah. said to me, oh, yeah. which is such an obvious thing, and I'm so embarrassed uh, <laughs> that I didn't okay. know this, but when I heard it, I was like mind-blowing while simultaneously yeah. pretending that I knew all about this already. Right. Um, he <laughs> okay. said everybody needs an escape plan. And Hmm. most people's escape plan usually involves a coffee shop in Byron Bay. Oh, God, Um, traffic, the traffic. (laughs) Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, yeah, maybe maybe this escape plan has changed a lot. The collective (laughs) escape plan may be different or perhaps a B&B in a, you know, scenic coastal community or a kayak rental shop. Um, probably my escape plan is just a bit more European-based, which is not helpful in this day and age. Um, so it's in the Northern Hemisphere, it, yeah. But isn't that interesting? Does everybody have an escape plan? And if they have an escape plan, um, I'm super interested in the details yeah. of their escape plan yeah, and okay. where they're going. But also what what are they escaping from? Oh, Jerry, these are great questions. I love these questions. Okay. Yeah, I know, but I don't have any answers. And possibly at the time, this was actually, to give me credit, many years ago where the idea of an escape plan was floated. (laughs) And at that time, I myself did not have an escape plan. Um, Oh, okay. So this was... The end. Uh, so perhaps I was in a bizarre and very poorly documented time of contentment. <laughs> I, oh, I missed it. Po- it's a shame it wasn't <laughs> it was poorly there. documented. <laughs> I want to go back to your supervisor's talk about the escape plan. Now, you see, I have a different view to his. I reckon you should go for your escape plan. You should try and build the thing and try it out. You know, like let's let's get some dreams going rather than um, do them later when you've retired. Because I think there's something important in a dream like that. It's a like it's a part of you that's trying to connect with you, and I think it's worth at least trying it on in an imagination sense, if not actually going to Berlin. And because it's it's like you wrote your own treasure hunt. And your dreams yeah. are a little clue, a little yeah. clue. You, you go, you go. Oh, I love that. It's like your own treasure hunt. Yeah. Um, however, the realist yep. in me oh, must okay. say, the literal must say, there's a hell of a lot of coffee shops in Byron Bay. <laughs> oh, mate. Byron. Do, does this country need more bed and breakfast? <laughs> oh, geez. And to be totally honest, we must also ask, does Berlin need another expatriate? <laughs> I don't course, think it does. Of course. <laughs> I don't know. The the traffic in Byron's an absolute bugger. It's an absolute bastard getting into town. But that's, that's all these people enacting their escape plans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's everyone's going to Byron. Oh, crikey. Oh, okay. Back to your dream. No, uh, I'm just trying to dream into your vision about going to Berlin, Jerry. What is that? There's a feeling you're chasing there, isn't there? What is that feeling, Tiger? Yes, (laughs) yeah, there there is a feeling. What's Um, the feeling that you want, though? What are you trying to? uh, Yeah, yeah. You even called me Tiger. I did. I called. Well, I called. Yeah. What would Tiger do? What would Tiger Um, do? Yes. 
He'd go and yeah, have a rest. Yeah, Tiger, um, I, I don't know how Tiger fits in with this dream at all. Oh, okay. Well, who, who, Tiger right, what needs about a wealthy Jerry, foster parent. Um, okay. Um, no, you, what Tiger you. would do in Berlin is eat a lot. Yes. Well, I'm going to eat a lot of carbs. Oh, um, Ripper. That would be I'm, great, wouldn't it be? Carbs. Um, I'm going, uh, but... Um, I'm also going to match that with a lot of, um, can I use the word frolic? I, I definitely oh, yes. want to All right. actually frolic, frolic oh, crikey. Yes. through the forest and the, <laughs> and, okay, good. and yes. the parks. Yes. Oh, lovely, Jerry. Um, would that be a clothed um, frolic so, or would, it, would you do some nude work? Is that clothed or, or a bit of nude work? Um, it is, it had never, I'm appalled. It had never, <laughs> ever, ever occurred to me oh. that there would be any need to be nude. I think one okay. can frolic just as clothed. effectively clothed. Oh, okay. Well, your Northern European <laughs> doesn't mind a bit of public bit of nudity. A pair of travel I'm, I'm pants wondering. and a little bit of a... Batman do wool number. Oh, okay, will okay. Be well, that, you'll fit right in for frolicking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, no, some people... no, no. There is okay, no so we've, nude right. work. We've got an edge to nude work. Just to be clear, all right. <laughs> That's fine. So they do saunas, saunas, sauna. You can have a sauna. I love a sauna in North, North Europe, Northern Europe. Um, Says me confidently. Yeah, yeah. you know. And it's a Fantastic, nude sauna. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, yeah, well, all right. Everyone can wear a pair of firm <laughs> swimmers, <laughs> whether they be from Best and Less or Speedo. Oh, oh, Get your well. one piece on and all right, all right. do what you need to do, but I am not putting up with any of this Euro <laughs> trash nudity in my frolicking. Um, okay, just to be clear, there will be no nudity. All right, yeah, righto. So we're frolicking around in our Katmandu <laughs> turtleneck. <laughs> righto. Okay, then what happens? What happens next? <laughs> um, well. <laughs> Just like un- untrammeled well, liberation. Well, what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say is that it does yeah. sound very lighthearted, but when you're with okay. Berlin, there's, there's a historical oh, yeah. footprint. There's a serious footprint. There's stuff to reflect on. Yes. Um, and so we have a wave, a moving forward, not an oscillation because I use oscillation <laughs> to imply negative things, but a moving ah. forward and back between uh-huh. serious reflection on the past and yeah. a slightly uh, joyful present. Well, the, no, well, what I love about Berlin, and this is a testimony to the German people, is you, you walk around Berlin and they've left bullet holes in some of the buildings. There are, there are reminders here and there of what happened in the Second World War. But every single person in Berlin, if you want to, will stop what they're doing and they will talk to you about the Second World War. They will as a civic duty, which is very impressive. Dialogue, Jerry, it can change the world. <laughs> and the, the German people in Berlin are showing us how to do it. They'll, they'll stop what they're doing and they'll talk with you. Anybody. I, I, I tested this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know. I was so impressed. 
<laughs> I, mean, I didn't. I didn't put this. Well, I didn't go too far, but I, I, they were like they would seriously stop, stop, stop what they were doing and give you some attention and just talk about what happened in that particular place. Like if you saw a bullet, bullet hole or something. I know. Wow. I know. Impressive, yeah. eh? Maybe yeah. we could do a bit of that in Australia at some point. Oh, there's an edge there, isn't there? You're, you're <laughs> right. Why does it have to be done in another country in another yeah. city? Well, because yeah. this is what we're concluding, isn't it? Is are we moving towards that? That the escape plan is within you. Well, I think the escape yeah. plan is the clues to what you want. I think it's a clue to your own transformation for sure, and I think it's a clue to becoming your moving towards your potential. Absolutely, it's because whatever the escape plan is, it shows you a little bit of something that isn't being expressed in your everyday life. Yeah, hence, hence why it's out. It's a over there thing. It's a not me thing. You know, but I, I love it. I love talking about an escape plan because it means we'll get closer to your potential. Love it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there are no barriers. There are no barriers to doing elements of an escape plan in my secret city. So Uh, there is history here. There is. Yeah, Yeah, that's true, Jerry. There is a darkness. Um, Yeah, there is. I mean, and likewise, there are parks and forests almost custom built for frolicking. And you could get uh, your turtleneck Kathmandu kit on and out, get out there and have a bit of a crack. You, we could have some footage. We could stick it. <laughs> we could get some footage. We could, you could get your GoPro on your head. Uh, oh, those GoPro. I can't. I loved, when I was younger, I loved skiing. Thank God for the GoProers because they put videos up on YouTube of them skiing and I can remember what it was to be young and fit and agile. Wow. And that's not, yeah, I, I know. I'm so impressed I could hardly speak. Oh. Um, it just perseverating on a couple of details okay. here. You Let's may wish up. to wear your Kathmandu gear or I would like to open it up to any Australian brand of mid-range oh, good. inclusive wear. Yeah, um, see, I love that inclusion. That's great. Every, every yeah, diversity. Yep, good. Gordo. Yeah. yeah. What, so are you more open to nude work in your secret city or is that inappropriate? <laughs> <laughs> There is no nude work. No nude work. Everyone in all of my dreams is fully clothed. Okay, well, some people have some difficulties with the clothing, you know, that can happen. Not everybody. My actual favourite fantasy is the opposite of nudity. Do you want to hear my favourite fantasy? Right, yeah, I do. I I feel it coming, but let's go. Let's have it, Jerry. Off we go. Yeah, listening. Just in order to enact this fantasy, this is the real dream. Yeah. Dream, are you ready? I am. The dream is to wear seven items of Uniqlo. (laughs) What the hell is that? Tell me. Now. Tell me, explain to me. I'm I'm uninitiated in the ways of Uniqlo. Tell me what they are. Oh, um, okay. Uniqlo right. is 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 fantastic. I think okay. most cities across Australia, in fact, Ooh. the world, have a Uniqlo. Oh. Um, oh. And <laughs> I, I mean, that's my main issue with Europe. Really, is that Uniqlo <laughs> does not 
take the place in society that it should. Um, Australia is coming around. Um, okay. Japan, Korea, China um, have all in got have all embraced the clo. Uh, right. Uniqlo stands for unique clothing. It's a oh. Japanese brand of oh. um, high quality um, clothing, and oh. wow. uh, Uniqlo is also. I think I could just be making this up a little bit. Norm core. It's uh, oh. clothing. Although although there are collabs with designers, in general, Uniqlo is perhaps a tiny bit on the bland side. Um, okay. All right. Uh, well, that's all right. Now, um, uh, high moments of my life include Ginza Uniqlo, which was eight stories of Uniqlo. Oh, Jerry, that's um, exciting. It, it was really yeah. exciting. Yeah, um, that is. I can see how excited. I'm excited because you're excited about this. I want to find uh, out more about this now. I seriously do. I want to go and yeah. Google it, but I can't because we're busy at the moment, but I'll do it in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and um, uh, some Uniqlo loungewear. Um, yeah. Yeah. And also as a skier, oh my goodness! Oh my god! Um, the thermals are top oh, notch. Oh, get out, get out of town! We want a good thermal for sub-zero temperatures. Otherwise, the enjoyment is severely impaired. But yes. sub-zero, te- sub-zero temper- temperatures are really good for the conditions, right? Except often you can't breathe because usually that kind of terrain, there's there's no oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> So you need then you need so, oxygen. <laughs> Crazy. So so if we're going to summarize, yeah, yeah what are we on? Is great here? because it allows you to wear a lot of layers of Uniqlo. That's right. Yes. Skiing okay, is but, problematic because it may yeah. not involve enough oxygen, which is pretty yeah. key to human life. Well, um, the, the good the good the good options um, have got no. Wow! Oxygen. Doesn't that just yeah describe? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that just the perfect metaphor? Doesn't it describe dreams? It describes oh, everything. Dreams. Yeah. yeah dreams, yeah. daily life. So I feel like we're skirting around this. I probably am. So what the are we? dream may happen, but will there be enough <laughs> yeah. oxygen? So, well, ah, I see what you're getting at. Yeah, will there be enough oxygen? Well, you can get an oxygen pack. There's options. They even, in some places, they sell, you're not going to believe this, they sell cans of oxygen, which you might think that's ridiculous. But, you know, you get there, you're out of breath, and you really want a can of oxygen, and you crack it, and you inhale it, and you feel better. It's the weirdest thing. (laughs) Have you ever had altitude sickness, Jerry? That's not fun. Wow. Yeah, I know it's weird. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, no, it sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, not good. Yeah, yeah. Do you hallucinate? You just feel or, like you feel like you've got a you feel like you got a flu. What, what does it, it feel? Like, well, you don't believe it in, in the beginning. You, you when you get to a high altitude place, you feel a bit lightheaded because you haven't got any oxygen or not enough or not what you're used to, and it takes about. 48 hours maybe a bit longer to climatize and during that time your body decides it's not well (laughs) so it gives you a fever to try and fix the problem and then you think you're going to die 
And then because you're a little bit insane, you think going outside might help you because you're just dying to get more oxygen. <laughs> so you rush outside in your pajamas and then you remember it's really cold. And you think that's not good. So you go back in, but you're trying to get oxygen into your body. It's the strangest thing. And and then you kind of get over it after about 48 hours. You know, you don't die. There's nothing you can do except keep drinking water because get that extra oxygen from H2O, you know, get that yeah. in here. You want to get the oxygen out of the water. It's yeah. the weirdest thing. Good times. But what are we, Jerry, are we sort of, I mean, I think, let me just try and put this into words. What, you know, we, we've got themes of the demands of practising, you know, some days or some weeks are really demanding. Mm. Like I've, had, I've had a really demanding week. Um, we've got themes of Uniqlo, going to Berlin, the dream, the escape dream. And then me trying to say, no, no, it's a good idea to integrate all that. Are we saying, are we saying that sometimes the, pr- the practice of psychology, uh, and just the practice of it, not the whole profession mm. and not the outcomes you get for clients, but just the, your personal experience with the practice of it, sometimes falls, some days it falls short of the, uh, the dream we had about it in the beginning. Is that is that possible? Yeah, we're trying to, we're trying I, I to think work it's that out. possible. I think it's possible even if you don't really remember the dream you had in the beginning. I'm yeah. not even sure if I remember my start yeah. of practice dream. Uh, yeah, do do you point. remember yours or? Oh, crap. Well, see, on the surface, I, I sort of fell into psychology. It wasn't. And, and also, where do you date yeah. that, the start oh, of that no. dream from? See, I had an uncle who was a psychologist who was also blind, which I know sounds strange, but he was so interesting. I thought, gosh, I want to do something interesting. And he also, oh, it's a, it's a hard story to try and summarise really quickly, but he he also worked a lot with Indigenous Australia. So he had a really interesting life and was he could see light and dark so he was legally blind but he he wasn't just black he could sort of he could sort of navigate a bit with although he did need to use a stick and had a dog for a while as well but but he was such an interesting person I remember him talking to me us when I was under the age of 10 about gestalt therapy and I thought man this is the thing I want to do what there's nothing else because he seemed to be really good at doing or or demonstrating depth transformational techniques and I thought gosh that's so interesting and I and because he was working he just seemed to have a really interesting life and I thought I want to do interesting things you know I want to do some interesting stuff with my life then of course you end up going to uni and you don't learn any of that you just learn about rats and stats and (laughs) yeah and how to how to perpetually live with a sense of failure (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the sense of stress, yeah. yeah That's right, the passion is sucked out of yeah. you gradually yet uh, oh. inexorably. Did I say that word correctly? Well, that, that was, well, this is the tricky. I'm still trying to work out what you're learning in that phase apart from all the, chop, you know, the, the, the discipline, the basic foundations of the practice. But, you, but I did end up learning mm. that stuff much later, like after you graduate and after you get your open licence and you start practising. It's like anything, like you learn to drive and you can do it, but you get a, become a much better driver the more you do it. Mm. So I, I did get there in the end. Mm. And I think I, one of the things I've learned from um, working with um, parts of Indigenous Australia is the power of the dream. 
And I think yeah. this, this, this theme shows up in Indigenous cultures all over the world. Like the, the, the idea of a dream and how important a personal dream is to ordering your life, growing yourself, participating in community, building community. So I'm kind of curious now, Jerry. What was your dream? I know it might be hard to remember, but if you don't, can't remember, just make it up. Just imagine what it was. It's as good as it'll mean the same thing. What wow. was your dream? Yeah. Well, I think parts of your dream resonated with me. I know I wanted to do something interesting. Yeah. I know that I did want to do something to help people. Yeah, cool. And I also grew up with, um, oh, how can I express this? Um, mm. I guess it was part of the zeitgeist of the time yeah. of which my parents were models right. that there wasn't really anything, there weren't really any mental health problems. People should just pull themselves together. Oh, yeah, man, that was um, And move on. And that if you did have something going on, it was labelled uh, very unfairly, a little bit yeah. sort of trashy. Um, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, def- definitely as a weakness, yes. Um, and a failure. I, I think they'd probably failure. even say that. Uh, yeah. So even as a very young person, in my head I knew that wasn't right. I knew that things happened to people. Yeah. And I knew that there were things that people couldn't help. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I knew that those things should be acknowledged. Yeah. Um, so as I guess we all react against our parents or the way they were and then simultaneously 30 years later become them, no, I, I don't think I have in, in this dimension. And I don't think they're like this anymore too. I'm just, um, I, you know what I'm doing. I'm speaking in yeah. kind of symbols and generalities. Yeah. But I knew, I knew that that wasn't I knew it wasn't right, but I also knew it wasn't true. It wasn't really, really what was going on. I think Um, you're, yeah, that that it's, and it's hard to put that into words when you're a young person. And even as you get older, you you need a framework to articulate that sentiment, don't you? Like, trying to put your finger on. What is wrong? What is the thing that's wrong? I think I think secretly everybody knows there's something wrong with the world we live in. There's a feeling of there's something not right. Yeah, yeah. But what is it? And it, you know, how, how do you put your finger on what it is? And any any attempt is a good attempt. Helpfully, crisis in your life will help you put a finger on what's wrong. <laughs> well, that's, that, that's how it works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but. The other thing that's striking me as as we talk is yeah. that my dream, you know, my yeah. dream in inverted commas in bunny ears is yeah. essentially quite selfish. Well, um, that, that's, that's part of a dream, surely. Like, well, but anyway, what is it? Because it's interesting. It doesn't have but, to be. But that, but that original dream, I guess, yeah. wasn't, wasn't selfish. Okay. Um, which, which but, is good. That's yeah. that's I'm I'm saying right on past me, um, future well, that, me. What community events yeah. are you going to be involved <laughs> in in Berlin? That is what I'm saying to past oh, me bless. and future me. 
Future Me is kind of pissed off. I think Future Me yeah. just wants to eat carbs and drink cocktails. Oh, um, gee, that does sound like a good afternoon. <laughs> um, but and but Future Me also has to be a good citizen. Uh, so but you know, I I think in female culture, and I'm, I think it's changing, and maybe you could say just general general zeitgeist of our our world at the moment. I think you could make an argument that the self is marginalised, like your yourself. So when you say it's a little bit selfish, that may not be a bad thing, Jerry. It might be you trying to integrate that sense of self. So I don't know if it's necessarily a bad thing. It just is, isn't it? If your dream is swinging in that direction, maybe that's, you know, there's something right about that maybe. Oh, I... You don't think so? I would, yeah. I, oh, okay. Um, how can I? Okay. You know how there's the guilty feminist. I guess I'm the selfish oh. feminist. I just don't <laughs> do so housework, parenting, no. you know. <laughs> in fact, in my world, all right. kinds of work is men's work, you know. I, I just don't <laughs> do any of that. Yeah, it's just um, too hard. Okay. So yeah. I don't think okay. I'm a drown. I, I'm not a downtrodden unit, although no. what you have said does apply widely. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't think it strongly applies okay. to me personally. Um, All right. So I'm just trying to get a grip on what we're bringing into focus here. That's all. I'm just trying to get a sense of. There's a sense of not being kind of happy about something, something, a sense of something missing. And whatever it is, it's it's sorted out by going to Berlin in your dream, you know? Yeah, yeah. So what, what is that? Yeah. Backslash escape plan. <laughs> backslash escape plan. Um, well, you, you have a crack at articulating that because if I do, I'll probably get it wrong and I don't mind getting it wrong, but it's just, it might be more fun if you ever try putting it into words. Like, what would going to Berlin give you that's not happening right now? Do you know what I mean? Like, what's the essence of it? That's because if we could well, figure that out, we might be able to bring well, it into that's, life. That's the confrontation yeah. because um, there is nothing that's terrible about my life at the moment. Okay, I am completely blessed <laughs> right um, okay but, but the, a- I could not be more blessed if I was a hip young person on YouTube um, well that's a hell of a dilemma isn't it because yeah, yeah yeah like- so I bloody better man the fuck up oh, um, oh I and- a powerful critic coming in right now yeah in no heart. but I think I think powerful critics got a point and be grateful mm. for the things in my life and if okay. I wish to oscillate between serious historical reflection and (laughs) frolicking through a forest or perhaps a grassed area, depending on my preference, then (laughs) then I totally have the means at my disposal to do those things. Okay. Uh, So perhaps I should get on to that. I tell you, I could, this could be more about me than it is about you, but I, my sense is something in this picture is missing. And even though we're talking to you, I'm talking to you, Jerry, 
in a way, what we're talking about is a shared experience as well. So I'm trying to figure out, like you're just, you're, you know, one way of looking at this is you're taking a role in the interaction and verbalising it. But, I mean, how about this for trying this on for size? I think Western culture does have a sense of something missing. Yes, yeah. Some things, it looks great on the outside, you know, in standard of living's higher than it ever has been. Um, we've got medicine, we've got, you know, education, buildings, we've got vast knowledge banks, we've got good stat systems that help, that help the government get better. At, I know, yes, I know, we've got a lot of criticisms of the government, but still we've got, we're on the way, we're getting there. <laughs> so things are yep. going better than they ever have. Yeah. We're pulling people out of poverty. It's not perfect, I get that part. And yeah, yeah, yet, but we've got soft furnishings, we've got a variety of healthy foods. <laughs> yeah. We have yeah. multiple avenues to self-actualization. Yeah, but why are we why but there's this malaise in the background of is it something to do with connection, Jerry? Something to do yeah. with Yeah. Is that yeah. what it is? Okay, so yeah. it might be it's okay, so yeah. So I would see, think this is there's something in the field, like a role or an experience that is not central. It's kind of kind of on the periphery, and we don't know how to talk about it yet. But it can make itself known, like something threatening to pounce on you. <laughs> it's a feeling of, and you, your antidote to that is in a non-nude work way, <laughs> pony up and frolic <laughs> in the Katmandu turtleneck. But that maybe that's okay. That's int- that's an interesting dream to me. It's interesting. It's a daydream, but it's still a dream. Yeah, you for, you forgot a key component oh, of sorry. the dream, oh, which was. is which is the serious reflection of oh, yeah, history. Sorry, oh yeah. Okay. Right. Well, we'll speak to that then. Help me out, Jerry. Well, of course, um, I'm talking about you know Berlin as yeah. as the epicenter of. Um, World War II history, Holocaust sure, sure. history, and yeah. uh, the even Cold War stuff. Yeah, that's um, true. Okay, and wow. wall stuff. But why? Why? You know what happened in Sydney? Um, oh, or, well, or the secret start. city that I may or may not be in. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. And pop, pop, and a hell of a lot. Sydney. And a hell of a lot happened. Yeah, yeah, uh, crikey. The in any Australian city, we just don't know about it or think about it or have memorials to it where we can go and reflect on it. Okay, this is the edge we're sitting on, friends. This is a powerful edge. And we're going to come up against this edge again, I think, because we, we are in Australia. And as you know, yeah. Jerry, the land in our country, as is everywhere in the world, is alive and our, our elders and Indigenous people in this country will acknowledge the land as a participant in every conversation, which we probably should start doing somehow. I'm not sure how we do that without sounding ridiculous, but we could try. So that, so the, the Aboriginal people in Australia believe and experience the land as a real being that they have responsibilities to and allegiances to and custodial um, duties. Mm. They, have to, they have to protect and look after the land. And, of course, I don't want to end our meeting today on a difficult note, but it's also a truthful note, and perhaps this is sitting in the background as well, Mm. this dilemma of 
what's trying to meet it, what's trying to, there's a meeting trying to happen in Australia between the people who came here and the people who were here. Mm. And that meeting sometimes was very, very dramatic, very difficult. Yes, yes. And when I talk about nature and I yeah. laugh about it, it's not as a disrespect to people no. who have a stronger or more meaningful connection with the <laughs> land, but it is showing something, I reckon, something human about we yeah. all need, I, I would label it as nature, but we all need that. I, I agree, and I've got a little bit more to offer with respect to w- why you find yourself in Australia. So I remember having this conversation with an elder about 20 years ago, and I, the story is I was in London backpacking, whatever, and I started to feel this strange pull. <laughs> it was a really odd feeling. It was like a magnet, and I started to go a bit a bit silly, a bit a bit nutty, and I ended up in a psychiatrist or psychiatrist's office trying to. I thought there's something wrong with me. I don't know what it is. And he anyway, I tried to explain what's going on. He said, I, "I think you just need to go home." And I thought, okay, all right. So I got on a plane, went home, and all these symptoms went away. But my it was like a strange buzzing in my mind. And I was explaining this experience to an elder much later, and the elder said. That was Australia missing you and calling you home. You'd been away for too oh. long. I know, and every time I tell this story, I cry. It's the weirdest feeling. I've managed to hold it together today. <laughs> but then the elder said that everybody who's in Australia, whether you came here from somewhere else or whether you were born here, was called here by the land. You're supposed to be here. You have an important role to play. Yeah. And I thought that was very interesting. I'm still trying to figure out what mine is, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But you're supposed to be here. The land knows you and claims you. Yeah. No matter who you are. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. How do do you feel about that, hearing that little story? It's it's kind of overwhelmed me the first time I heard that. Well, I I feel subdued. Oh, okay. But in a good way, in a thoughtful way. Yeah, right. In In a way, oh, and now I want to make a joke. Because oh, that's, what that's, that's what I do. That's what I do when things get serious. I want to say, huh? okay. maybe those people who are going to Byron Bay are really cold there. They probably are. They probably are. And we should not criticise in any way, shape or form their escape plan. No, no, no. Byron, yeah, Byron. Well, Byron calls a certain kind of being. I think usually they <laughs> practice yoga. There's a lot of yoga schools in Byron. There's more yoga schools than there are students, but that's okay. <laughs> Paradoxically, there's not enough yoga schools where I am. <laughs> well, we could we could loan some from Byron, maybe. Okay, how are we, we going? I think we better wind it we up. Do the wind up, like always. I feel like we've covered so mm. much. We do. We're just sort of walking around the process, aren't we? We're just just making sure we don't miss anything. Uh, this will take as long as it takes, I guess. <laughs> All right, good times. All right, see you next time, Jerry. We'll have some damn fine conversations on the way. <laughs> All right, see you. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.